0: You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3, with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne.
1: All right, welcome everybody. This is the year-end 2022 weekly wolfish review. Uh, It is December 30th, 2022. We've only got a few more days left of the year, so... Uh this is exciting there's been uh it's been quite a year. I can say you know Dwayne and I were were having a conversation earlier this morning. We were talking about um we were just kind of talking about life and we were and we were almost referencing life in a way of like pre-Wolfden and post-Wolfden. Like how was life pre-Wolfden and then we you know how has it been after Wolfden? Uh you know for us this uh actually around this time marks about one year for us being in, in this community and this project. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of private conversations about just how much this has changed our life and, you know, reflecting back on, you know, some of the, so many lessons that we've learned and, Things that we've been able to apply to help our life, the people that we've been able to meet, the relationships we've been able, been able to build, and I know that we're not alone in feeling in that feeling that same sentiment and having that same impact. You know, I see a lot of people, uh, a lot of familiar pups sitting here on the space. With, you know, with um, I see Malik and Jeffa, soxy Jig, JB, Daniel. Uh, we even got Doc the Wolf down here with us. And, of course, uh, Doc, um, I think I saw Doc Kevin here earlier. Um, Big Al, Gray, uh, Matthias, Mark, Sage. We got uh, Shadi or Shady, I think is the name, down at the bottom. This is great. We got a great crew coming in here. Um, we're just getting started. And and I want to, you know, as we kick things off, we're going to have Nick Peterson in here shortly to start giving some um just some updates and kind of you know giving you know we give him the stage and and allow him to share how he sees fits based on you know kind of where we're at right now in the ecosystem and and uh, as a community um uh, one of the things i do want to highlight i think has just been fascinating to watch is how the community has really stepped up especially recently you know once we once we brought on the council's and um, people really starting to step up into some leadership roles. Um, you know, in the Wolf Den, we have um, coffee every morning, and people hop on the amphitheater and just connecting and talking about things that are you know that matter in our lives and having converse bringing the conversation into a more um, connected environment where people are able to grow with each other. So it's just amazing to watch and, You know, I see people uh, like Brandon had, uh, I wasn't able to attend because it's during my you know, time with the family, but you know it's seven o'clock last night Eastern Time. I saw where you had a space on uh, the adapted dilemma, and you see community members are really stepping up to to be educators and and leaders and bringing people together to explore this education and concepts and how it can all be applied to helping grow your life. You know, through the Guardian Academy. So it's just uh, just want to give everybody you know in the community a huge shout out. You know, throw some hearts and for you, for yourself and for the people around you. Cause you're, I think it's just such a blessing to be in proximity to such amazing people. Uh, Dwayne, what do you got to say? You got any thoughts about 2022 you'd like to share?
0: Well, yeah, like this is a weekly review, but I have a, yeah, it's the end of the year. So it's a perfect reflection episode kind of thing where, um, you can't shout out the crowd or the community enough. And so, you know, just a little reflection on the communities. There is so much going on, and this is a perfect time, you know, to, to reflect on where you're participating, how you're participating, what you want to uh, consume or learn. There's, there's just so much. And I, and I feel ever since the councils have been created, more people are just stepping up, even if they're not on the council, And just you know creating these spaces to talk about the concepts and and do the double loop learning just to get it embedded a little deeper there's there's so much going on so you know our weekly review is not the only place to stay up to date with the ecosystem Um, I heard Nick talking on uh, YouTube just a little bit ago about the wolf being like the wolf newsletter being rebranded as the Guardian newsletter so you know if you're not on that list that's a excellent thing to sign up for and just get dropped in your in your inbox um you know it's not just all in discord or twitter there's emails there's all sorts of places to kind of stay up to date however you see fit or however you want to participate so um yeah this is just one place and and i'm so grateful to be part of it and it helps me stay up to date <laughs> just by doing this, which is, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, just highlighting the uh, the great things that are coming out of the community and being built and, and I, we're just scratching the surface. We're just getting started. So it's, it's really exciting actually.
1: That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I, I definitely want to echo what uh, Dwayne just said about, um, people are stepping up like there's there's multiple places now where you can stay on top of things in the community and and uh, and also the educational. You know, we now have the syllabus for the Guardian Academy and, and people are hosting spaces and and collaborating around the knowledge and sharing their six word updates and um, working through the multiple loops of learning, which is just amazing. It's amazing to see. So I'm really appreciative of, of all the people that are stepping up. All right, we uh, we have Nick Peterson. Just got him in the room. He's up on stage. And uh, yeah, this is exciting. I'm glad Nick has agreed to come on for the Inside the Den Weekly Wolfish Review 2022 year end. Uh, review and and be here with us to share some updates you know i think you know when i was thinking about this with nick it's like you know this is a great time especially now there's so much going on in just around the ecosystem the guardian academy the wolfden we see the guard foundation just you know made some big announcements with polygon studios and, uh, I thought this would be a great opportunity to bring Nick on to really kind of help orient us as we're going into the new year and share where, whatever he thinks would be valuable as a 2022 year end. So with that said, I'll go ahead and hand the the mic over to Mr. Peterson and welcome. Welcome to the space, Nick. Hey, man, I appreciate that.
2: Uh, and I apologize for being late. I was finishing up the, uh, I'll give you guys some insight and, uh, doc kev Dicker, nacho fiat or rr i won't dox him um if you've been to an event then you you know who he is um i go through i'm super cyclic okay so there, there's like uh there's we always talk about knowing yourself um i'm super cyclic i always talk about allegiance capital so what that means is uh, I operate in cycles. I will go. I will work sixteen hours a day for months on end, and then I will just. I mean, I've taken six weeks off. I just drove drove around for six weeks. Uh, I think we uh, drove through ten different states. Um, and so you got to know that about yourself. And uh, what I know, and just so you guys, if you're in my ecosystem and world, is uh, when it clicks, it clicks. When the muse strikes, it strikes. And I take advantage of it. And uh, I've been on a uh, Bender for like two weeks. So if you think the amount of uh, like content coming out of uh, Guardian Academy, Wolf Dan Guard Foundation is is overwhelming, you can just imagine what our team is dealing with. It, you probably see like one twentieth of what is getting created. Um. So the uh, and and this morning I was wrapping something up. And again, if you know yourself, we, we talk about it in uh, Guardian Academy which is uh, the worst thing you can do is uh, be dogmatic. And one of the ways that dogmatism shows up without us being aware of it is make a whole bunch of commitments to the future, right? Like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be at that thing. Yeah, I'll, That's why I don't have a video schedule. Um, because you are assuming that something won't come up or that the muse won't strike, or you're assuming you're going to get your work done in some other time window. And so uh, for those of you that don't know, it's one of the reasons I have a variable schedule, right? Like I'm I'm live on YouTube when I'm live on YouTube. Um, It is a huge, there's there's a lot of uh, rhetoric about like consistency. And I I do believe consistency is important, but being dogmatic about this is exactly what I'm going to do. I've, I have my calendar full for the next six months. Um, by doing that, you're handicapping yourself because you're either married, like when more when more efficient things reveal themselves, um, you're married to ignoring them or violating your plan. Either way, you lose, right? So that's why I was a little bit late. Um, 2022, interesting year for a lot of people. If I look back... I think, I think we all have really short memories in the sense of like, wow, 2022 was nuts. But then like, do you remember 2021? At the end of 2021, we were like, shit, this year was nuts. And if you can muster up the energy to bandwidth, think about 2019. We were like, man, this year was nuts. Um, so using what, what we call the science of hindsight, look at the evidence. It's pretty safe to assume that 2023, we're going to be sitting back going God, this year was fucking crazy. And, uh, the one of the ways to get out of that uh, a lot of times we say that because expectation or reality has not met our expectation and that's again being dogmatic and uh, reality does not meet expectation like your, your expectation about how things will work out and how reality actually shakes out the gap gets bigger the further away you get from fundamentals right like Super fundamental stuff. What goes up comes down. Okay. Uh, so if we focus, if, if we understand that fundamentally, then we're not surprised when we throw something up in the air and it comes back down, like expectation meets reality. The more complicated, the more complex, the more esoteric, the further away and the more a components in the system, which is system reliability, the further away um, reality will meet your expectation for the next year, next week, next month. And that's okay, right? Because we may, the, a lot of people might interpret that as like, well, then play it safe. Don't do anything. <laughs> and everything will turn out like you expect. Uh, but I don't, I think we need to strive to do amazing things, you know? So my my recommendation and the biggest thing looking back and all the conversations that I'm having is we need to be aware of reality. Reality is king. I'll give you a quick example. This happens all the fucking time. and I'm going to speak in different domains because everybody gets domain dependent. Like they totally understand this in fitness and they miss it in crypto. Same fucking concept. So um, expectation, and we do this. This is a, a function over form or a form over function thing, and an adaptive dilemma thing. All of that training is available for free. You can go look at it. It's when we go, all right, well, I want to lose some weight, and we buy a Fitbit, and we Google stuff, and it says, all right, well, if I take 5,000 extra steps a day, I will lose a pound a week or whatever, and then that never actually happens. That is expectation not being aligned with reality. Then we spin out. What we don't do, and I'll tell you how this applies to crypto and finance and stuff, but we just spin out. Expectation does not meet reality. Something is wrong. Our Fitbit is broken. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, but that's not the, the – te- technology Does not is not a crystal ball. And that we keep trying to make everything a crystal ball. We look at the APRs on our farms or uh, the expected return on the stock market or somebody told us we should expect a 2x return on our ad spend. None of that is reality. It's not it's uh, expectation of reality. And sometimes there's data to back it, sometimes there's not. But it's an expectation of reality. So I take 5,000 extra steps, and I don't lose a pound, let's say I lose 0.2 pounds. Reality is, when I take 5,000 extra steps, I lose 0.2 pounds, we should then adjust our plan or behavior given the real world evidence like reality has just given us evidence what we do is we go oh okay what if i take ten thousand steps you know we don't we we keep ignoring reality and keep perpetuating expectation and the gap between the two gets wider and wider and wider every time we do that so a lot of the pain and crypto finance people struggling with business it's because they had like this expectation and they have been ignoring reality right like I should get 2x return on my ad spend. I did it exactly the way they taught me and I got a 0.7x return. Okay, well then the reality is you should expect a 0.7x return. You can optimize it and improve it and as it improves, you can adjust your expectation based on reality. So 2022, going into 2023, I strongly recommend, and that's why I rebuilt the Guardian Foundations. It gives you the tools to realign expectation and reality and that that's what the guardian foundations is regardless of your domain or industry or whatever so that's that's i strongly recommend every year every quarter every month if you have the bandwidth sit back and say okay back to the fundamentals i need to realign you'll realize it you'll realize like man nothing is working out the way i'd hoped or expected. You're getting too far away from the fundamentals. It's getting too esoteric. The system's getting too complex, right? There's a complexity tax. Uh, so back to fundamentals. That's the biggest thing. And uh, one of the fundamentals. I made a video about it today. Is being able to orient yourself. Okay. So Guardian Academy, Guard Foundation, Wolf Den. Um, I see uh, Malik is here. He's in uh, uh, Genuine Undead and Infernals and I think there's like a goblin here, uh, somebody from Tech Tree, investors. I'm just looking at the, I see a uh, recovery punk. That's all great. What I recommend to get back to fundamentals is focus on function, okay? Function over form. What that means is if you have a yacht, like let's say you got married and uh, made a whole bunch of money. And uh, you and your wife joined a super exclusive yacht club. So you got a membership card to that yacht club and that represents nice dinners and whatever. Uh, separately, you have all your friends from high school. You're so close with them. They don't go to the yacht club, but you, you go out karaoke bar acting all crazy doing just telling inside jokes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and outside of that, you might go to parent, um, parent meetings, like all the parents from your kid's school get together and have coffee every morning okay there's no conflict there it's not like your friends would huh well if you have a costco card to go grocery shopping then why where does the yacht club fit right because in the real world we think in function well, I do this over here, and this does this for me, and this gives me access to this, and I learn over here. You know, I pay to get my education here. In crypto, all of you maniacs, and it's not just crypto, but crypto is a big one. All you maniacs are so stuck on the form, right? Like, oh, it's an NFT project. Oh, another NFT project. Oh, another NFT project. And you're not really clear on the function of it. So it's like, where does uh, the wolf den fit with... Uh, recovery punks like that's a weird question is we ask it all the time but that's like where does your costco membership fit with your uh your yacht club membership because they're both membership cards right so in the real world when we function as humans we're not like yeah well so i got a a cool membership card and another cool membership card and another cool membership card because that's a weird way to communicate But in crypto, like, I got this NFT and that NFT and this NFT, which is why people have such a hard time trying to orient, like, do I buy? Do I sell? Is this important? Do I care about this? How do I behave in this community? You behave differently given the contextual clues. Like when you go to the yacht club, you behave differently than when you go to the parent meeting where you behave differently than when you go to Costco. All those things have a function in your life that makes your life what you want it to be. I strongly recommend you start thinking about crypto in terms of function over form. It's like I'll use our ecosystems, but you can apply this to anything. We say, okay, recovery punks. We have really deep conversations about addiction and uh, we help people with addiction. That's it. That's what it is to you i'm not saying that's what has to be but that could be what it is to you the form happens to be an nft in a discord but the form is irrelevant the function is i go to a place and i talk about this stuff and and i feel good because because i know that whatever we're doing is is helping people Uh, i go to the guardian academy and say this is where like udemy or khan academy or stanford online this is where i learn and the structure makes me a better leader and i turn around and i share and then when i'm done I go over and I just degen with, uh, you know, the goblins. Like that's a function-based like set of behaviors. It means something to you. You're gonna have a unique blend. But like, should I buy this NFT or that NFT? It's a very strange question unless you are just a strictly an NFT collector, right? But there's no function to you. If you're thinking, uh, should I buy this coin or that coin? Or this nft or that nft you do not also get to ask what is the utility because you're not actually thinking in utility and function so i hope that makes sense it's not there's there's a lot of uh, like diametrically opposed beliefs that are being espoused like yeah which nft should i buy well which one has more utility that's not how you function in your life that's not how things are adopted you're not like hmm which membership card should i buy and then like you just list every membership card in the world it's like no The real question is, what are you trying to accomplish? Oh, you want to be able to buy food in bulk. Well, you should probably get a Costco card. You see how the form, the the physical card, it serves a function that is something that you want out of life? Oh, you know, I'd really like to just go somewhere that's really fancy that nobody else can go to. All right, well, you want to be around rich, fancy people? See if you can get into this yacht club that yacht club membership represents something that you want Uh, so i hope that makes sense uh that's the because the truth is at scale as things diffuse if it doesn't represent something people want it is not going to get adopted because regular humans like i just said they don't sit down and go hmm i really feel like i should be in a membership of some sort which one should i buy and then there's just an infinite number of different random ass memberships to buy. That's what we're doing on crypto right now. We're like, Hmm, which coin should I buy? Like that tells me the only thing you want to do is make money quickly. And the best way to make money quickly is probably not guessing from a huge heap of options. So that, that's my recommendation going into uh, 2023 is really step back, back to fundamentals, figure out who you are, you know, um, orient yourself a little bit like you could wear if you went to the university of texas and you're just a huge fan you could wear a university of texas sweat sweater into your yacht club and you could see somebody else with a university of texas sweater and like hang out and the yacht club's not going to be like what are you doing in here university of texas that's a competitor because that's not how the world works so if you see somebody come into your like NFT community and they have a, a PFP, like Malik has a I think that's a undead, again I see a goblin, I'm not gonna be like, What are you doing here? This is for wolf pups only. Like that doesn't make sense unless they're direct competitors. Like somebody wearing a Texas sweater might argue with somebody wearing an Oklahoma sweater. See? Yacht club owner isn't going to be mad because it's a totally different function. You're just representing your all the matter. That's where you got your education. Represent it. Fine. So these are the things that like watching. So I've built the adaptive dilemma is like the, the crypto world in general is so far off from being adopted. But it's not the regulation. It's not the utility like everybody thinks. It's that humans just don't know how to behave or interact or interface with a technology. And they're like, yeah, we want this to be uh, mass adopted. Well, that's weird because you, tr- you don't treat anything in your life that you have mass adopted. Like you treat this. It's the equivalent of, uh, and I say this all the time and then I'll, I'll wrap it up is it's like, what NFT should I buy? That's it. It's come and say, what NFT should I buy? Um, it's like walking into Home Depot and being like, hey, you look like you know a lot about tools. What tool should I buy? Like, I, I don't know. What the fuck are you trying to accomplish? <laughs> like, that's an important question. Do you even need to buy tools? Uh, what is your skill level? Right? Are you actually going to use it? Maybe Maybe it makes more sense to rent it, use it once, and bring it back. Uh, th- these are questions that people aren't... Uh, asking in the DeFi world because they're not even thinking about function they say stuff like what's the utility show me the utility but that's a really stupid excuse my language it's a stupid ass thing to ask and say um not because it's a bad question but because you are asking something that is very clearly diametrically opposed to how you are behaving if you were worried about utility you would figure out what you want to solve first and then you would find the best solution and the, the solution might be in blockchain. Like, if you really just want to be part of the wolf den, well, you have to have a wolf pup NFT. It's like a necessary evil to get in. Um, you want to be a guardian in the Guardian Academy. Well, you got to climb the tiers. And that's the direction things actually get adopted. So I would look at the opportunity to get back to fundamentals as often as possible, function being the big one? What am I trying to accomplish? What is my personality? If you know what you want your life to look like, and you know what you definitely don't want your life to look like, you could start with like, I definitely don't want to spend, you know, all of my days losing sleep, uh, staring at the screen all day, then losing sleep over whether or not I should have sold my bag or regret selling my bag. Well, then you shouldn't day trade, you know, right now, If you do not want your life to look like that way, then that eliminates 90% of the dumb shit that you're thinking about doing anyway. So it's really helpful to know what you don't want. Um, And then you can work through what I actually want my life to look like. Crypto is a great tool. Blockchain is a great tool. Web3 is a great tool. Uh, But as long as you think about it as tool first, right, form first, function second, you're going to like go buy hammer. It's like going to Home Depot and buying a hammer. You're just guessing. Like, I think I need a hammer. And then spending days or weeks or months walking around aimlessly trying to find excuses to make the hammer useful. That doesn't make any sense. It's a really strange behavior. But that's what we do with the new technology every time. So back to fundamentals. And uh, again, everything, everything you see coming from us and from our partners and all that stuff it's cool. It's great to support it. The The way we build is like the penguin project, for example. If penguins win, there's like residual benefits to everybody else. If wolf pups win, there's residual uh, benefits to everybody else. So it's always good to support these things, even if you're not participating. But you don't – we're probably one of the very few projects that will tell you like you have no obligation to participate if it makes your life worse – you know, like that's what I would think about in the Web three world is just actually improving my life.
1: So I hope that makes sense. Awesome, thanks, Nick. Um, I just want to take a second to reset the room. I, I see people coming into the space, and I uh, just want to say welcome. This is our our year end twenty twenty two weekly Woodfish review. Um, it's it's been a, it's been a great year. Uh, and we're just kind of recapping on some of the things that we've learned and, and Nick Peterson's come on to the stage and uh, has been sharing a lot about um, the way I see it is really how to orient yourself, especially as you're in this space of NFTs and and crypto. And um, it's a new space. I'll, I'll say one thing personally, and then I'm going to hand it over to Malik. Like he's up on, on on stage as a speaker. You know, when I first uh, when I first got into this space and, and this is something I've, I've actually made a, a fairly recent change you know, so it's, it's really been a, a bit of a year of going through this is um, there's like the newness of it, of it being NFTs and it's like a new way of being in communities. And, and I would find myself kind of chasing around different communities because it was like, Oh, look at this community. There's people over here and, and I should be over here and, and, and going kind of bouncing around just the web three space. And it really started to become very overwhelming for myself. And I've had several, you know, conversations with people, you know, on a private level, we've kind of experienced some of the same things where you're just kind of chasing things around and, you know, there's so much, I guess, stimulus happening and it's all new and it's exciting. And, but at the same time, you can just feel yourself burning out. And here recently, one of the things I've really done is just kind of take a step back and think like, okay, what, What's actually important to me? Like, where do I really want? Like, especially with what I have going on now, really going back to my my solvable problem, the things that I spoke about my capstone, and revisiting that on a more regular basis and thinking, is this really what I actually want? And why do I want to orient over here, and for what reason? So, um, anyway, I just wanted to share that as Nick is talking. I'm just completely kind of reflecting on that, that experience that I personally have. So, uh, with that said, I want to go ahead and hand it over to Malik. Malik's come up on stage as a speaker and welcome to the space. Malik. Good to have you.
3: Hey, what's going on guys. Hope all is doing well. Uh, TGIF, enjoy your weekend. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things that Nick said, and I just wanted to, you know, just share my thoughts, uh, on what you mentioned, because here's the thing. I'm a collector, right? I enjoy being part of communities, but for every community that I'm part of, there's a very specific reason why I want to be part of that community. Uh, I'm, I'm very involved in, in most of these communities and NFTs that I buy. So in one way, it's my way to support the project. And in another way, it's, uh, it's also uh, a reason for me to, to bring value to that community. Uh, I'm vocal uh, for all of these projects. However, because I share so many different, uh, you know, projects, uh, I'm constantly getting DMs from people. They're like, oh, I bought into this project. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And he's like, "Uh, why do you like it? I'm like, why did you buy it? And they don't even know. They don't know why they're buying it. Just because they saw it on my profile, they go and buy it and they have no idea what the reason is uh, that they, they, they decided to buy it. And, and this is something that you'll notice a lot of people do, especially Deja. Uh, they're always chasing the next thing that's going to blow up. And in, in this space, in the NFT space, honestly, you, you it's a very, very small percentage of projects that, that succeed in the long term because it, it, it consists people that are chasing and these guys when they don't get what they're looking for within the first week they just give up they, they either hold the NFT that has no value to them and they walk away from the community uh, but that's not the purpose of uh, of uh, uh, you know community-led projects you are supposed to be involved in these communities so unless you can be involved in all of them uh, like Nick said, you probably just want to understand why you're buying this NFT and and give yourself a reason. Because once you give yourself that reason, you're most likely going to enjoy that being part of that community a lot more than you just buying a whole bunch of different shit and, and not understanding why you're doing it. Uh, most of the time it's just because you want to make profit. But uh, uh, and this is something people fall into, a lot. You have, it's like constantly, I'm getting DMs from people. Oh, I bought a furnace, Oh, I bought you. And I'm like, why did you buy it? And they don't know. They just, because they saw a lot of people buy it, so they bought it. And they end up buying it at a specific price. And 90% of the time, within first week or two, they sell it at a loss. Because they bought it for a purpose that they don't even understand. They bought it just so they can make profit. And, uh, and uh, another point, uh, you know, Nick mentioned as well is, uh, you know, uh, you know, you don't have to be like for me right now. I'm I'm rocking the GU, but I'm hanging out with the Wolfman. Uh, this isn't something that you'll see in a lot of communities as well. Uh, their idea of being bullish is to talk about one project and one project only, and uh, you know, and when you come into uh, different spaces, for example, and you're rocking a PFP that's not the PFP of uh, that specific space and that specific project. Most people will not even get you up as a speaker. Most projects will not even get you up as a speaker unless you rock their PFP, which is which is uh, uh, personally for me, I think it's the wrong approach. Uh, you know, they're they're constantly trying to compete with each other when we all have the same goal. Everybody in in this space, you know, they want Web3 to work. They want people to adapt to Web3. They want the mass adaptation. However, if you're competing with the the projects that are going on the same journey as you, uh, instead of focusing on the end goal, which is make Web3 uh, the decentralized network that we're going to use, they're only going to focus on their specific project. And because of this, they they avoid doing collaborations and they avoid hanging out with with different projects and create spaces together. And 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 that is mostly where projects honestly fail. When they try to avoid collaborations, uh, the, so much of the pressure and the stress comes back to them because there's nobody there to help them out and nobody's talking about the project except for that small group of people that are locked these PFPs and quote-unquote, bullish on it. And, and I struggle with this personally, especially with these communities that I'm involved in. I'm always trying to collaborate. I'm always trying to bring other uh, projects on board. And and in most cases, it gets rejected because they look at you as a competition rather than look at you as somebody that can uh, you know, help them out. The way I see it is if you are there talking about a project that you love, in front of a different audience, you give them an opportunity to buy something that they could love too, instead of just focusing on that one thing that they have. And when they only have one thing, and you're not all able to provide to them what they're looking for, they're most likely going to hate your project at the end. So, and I say this often, like, compete with yourself and to your level uh, I, I, I Lately, I've seen that trend more, hey malik malik we can't
1: hear you too well buddy i think your microphone might be away from your your mouth or something you got a little quiet on us
3: oh sorry yeah
1: uh is that better uh no it's still a little quiet it just happened just a second ago all right we'll see can you hear me yeah yeah you're good nick all right so i'll i'll you back
2: off of that a tiny bit because and then uh we got another speaker up here, so I'll leave time. It's just this, uh, it, part of what Malik's talking about is the, the inability for us to orient ourselves, uh, and really understand human behavior and how business actually works, right? And, and because it's all form, if, if you start with form, then you think NFT is competing with other, other NFT. When you start and think from bottom up, right? Which is function fundamentals up. Um, if you're part of a book club and uh, you're part of, again, a yacht club and you're at your yacht club and you're telling your friends about your book club that's totally normal like because they serve different functions and so because we're having a hard time like people don't actually understand what the hell's going on they, they don't see that, right? So if, uh, again, you go to school you're taking i don't know nighttime classes to get a master's degree or something and you're sitting in class and you're telling somebody about uh how awesome it is to to have a costco card like nobody's mad two different functions you learn here at school and there's like a set of rules and behaviors that is appropriate and then over there you shop for things and you can buy because you have a costco card the functions are different so if somebody's pissed off um somebody comes in here or any community and it's like especially the leaders like oh no different pfp that's competition then those leaders do not understand their own function which is most of crypto they're trying to like make up utilities if they understood their function like um you know if if the wolf dead or like i see recovery punks here you know if this was the tga space and recovery post sitting here. I'm not like, like, cool. We don't do that. So thanks for coming to hang out. Like, but here we do this and you're all welcome to hang out. Uh, and over there you do that. I'm very clear on what our function is. Uh, so there's no competition at all. And, uh, there, there's a lot of insecurity in, in the space and a lot of, a lot of project owners in my experience have never actually built something in the real world. Um, so like, These things back to contact with reality, when you build companies, um, especially like we do, which are very synergistic and collaborative, like you you start to understand that, um, you know, Apple acquires companies, or not, they they don't acquire as many companies, Microsoft acquires companies, Uh, Amazon acquires companies. Why? Why? Because it makes more sense to collaborate or acquire than it does to try to do everything yourself, try to be every everything to everybody. So there there's just a um, you know, like Amazon acquired Whole Foods and a lot of people are like doesn't make any sense. Well it does. Whole Foods has an entirely different function. And so it's just uh people struggle really thinking like ground up tip of the iceberg stuff. Everybody sees the tip of the iceberg. Um have a really hard time with what's going on under there. So, yeah, to Malik's point, um, if if any, uh, if, a, if a project owner says, hey, we don't do that here, that is a sign, in my opinion, of leadership. Like, they're clear on their function. Uh, somebody might come in and be like, what coin are we buying? Say, hey, we don't do that here. That's not what we do here. No judgment, that's just not, you know, like, you don't go to, walk into Costco and get drunk and sing karaoke. That's just not what you do there. Um, but you can go over here and do that. That's fine. Right. That, that's somebody that, that has a, the clarity on the function and the appropriate behavior. If uh, if the community is like, no, you do everything here. You only represent, like you can't, when you come to this bar, you can't wear your University of Texas sweater. You have to wear a bar sweater or you're a fucking trader. That business will go out of, that would go out of business so fast, that's poor business practice. And it's a complete lack of awareness. So if project owners are being super insecure and selfish like that, they're not clear on their function. And it's just a matter of time before it's like, I don't even like people won't even know what they're there for anymore. And that's when they stop uh, getting market share. So keep an eye out for that. And I see somebody has their hand up. So
4: I'll them. Yeah, hi. How we doing, everyone? Uh, happy holidays. What's up, Malik? Long time no see. What's up, Nick? It's good to see some familiar faces in here. Um, how we all doing today?
1: Doing great. Great to have you. Uh, it's been a while since... Uh since I've seen you on the spaces, man, it's good to see you. How how are you doing, crypto? Di? I'm
4: doing good, dude. I took a little hiatus. Uh, I had a little realization, a few life events, just a I'm just I'm cruising around sorry for the little background noise, but I just I thought I had some some insight for this conversation. But um, basically, yeah, no, I, I had to step back. I, I had to realize I was kind of screwing up in life. I had to go get two different jobs and start working in the networking field. And I uh, just recently got my real estate license, so I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm excited to look into the, into the space and stuff, but going back onto what Nick was just saying, um, and, and Malik was saying, if a project is not willing to collaborate with you, as long, the, the only reason that a project should not be willing to collaborate with you is if there's something malicious going on. That's the only reason, or you guys have the same exact utility. That's the only two reasons that a project should ever not be willing to collaborate with you. Because at the end of the day, if there's nothing malicious and you guys can both gain each other's audiences and potentially boost the market share as well, um, the, the publicity alone should be reason enough. And second off, the other thing is that most of us are offering different, different utilities. Most of us are offering different things. So at the end of the day, if these utilities cannot merge and in, in, in a um, I'm trying to think in a cooperative way. What are we really all doing here? Does anybody really want to hang out with the person that's always saying, "Oh, I'm the best at this, I'm the best at this. No, we all look at that kid growing up and we're like, I don't want to be around that kid. That kid's that kid's kind of a show-off. I don't want to talk to him because at the end of the day, like Nick was saying, if you go to something that's relevant in your space, and you talk about something that is not relevant most people are going to be interested none of us want to hear the same thing every day every waking second of every day and at the end of the day there's some great examples of what's going on in the space of projects together right now and people all i'm gonna say is i'm i know that nick and the wolf den has done a lot of a lot of um I don't I don't know how to say this. Sorry guys, I just I just got rugged for a second. I got a phone call but uh uh I just completely lost my train of thought. That just completely threw me off, but
1: It's okay. You were talking about the wolf den and how um... You know, just everything is being built around here, and, and you're going to make a comment to that. I don't know if that'll help spark your memory a little bit.
4: I just, I just got another, I just got another phone call. So, so could you help jog my memory again?
1: Oh yeah, it was just it, there was something around. You know, talking about the Wolfden and the eco, just everything is being built. Um, you know, within this ecosystem, and it sounded like you were going to make a comment to um, how it's being built, or you know kind of the underlying value there, you sound like. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. So pretty much what I'm saying is we, we all bring very different values into the into all of the ecosystems that's going on. Just, just in NFTs in general, it doesn't even need to just be just be the Wolf Den. The Wolf Den's doing all fantastic things, and you guys know that I will rock with you guys till, till the very end. Uh, I know I haven't been as present, but I, I will rock with you guys till the very end, and that's for sure. Because you guys have capital allegiance through the roof. Um, but at the end of the day, it just it comes down to two things. Will this person reliably follow through on it? What does this person offer me? Is this person doing the same thing as me? And how can we mesh these two things together? Because if you cannot collectively bring two communities together, first off, your networking skills and your connections are not where they need to be for what a successful project looks like. Um, second off, if you're not bringing in projects that have good shit going on and you're a project owner and you can't read the ether scan or the BSC scan, that's an issue because you could literally follow where all the liquidity in the space is going in the matter of just tracing some ether scans, BSC scans and everything. And, and if you're in, if you're in the audience, uh, Nick and them have done some comprehensive breakdowns. And I know that the forge team has also done some comprehensive breakdowns of how to use the BSC scan and, uh, and the ether scan, so at the end of the day, guys, use the tools that are in front of you. You guys can trace where liquidity is, you guys can trace the characteristics of a successful project, and you guys also are familiar with competent devs. So if you guys put all those things together along with positive collaborations, all of those things together can easily build a very successful project with great capital allegiance and the networking tree to build something into something great. Yes, like they're saying, it's very hard to find a project to hit, but when you finally start to get the niche of things and start to realize the right things to look for, look where liquidity is going, look at the news that's coming out, look at everything and start to follow trends and stuff like that. I'm not saying day trade, but I'm saying find projects with upside that are undervalued, that offer you long-term value, and like Malik was saying, find a reason for you to be in that community if there's no reason for you to be in that community you're attached to the value of it and when you become attached to the value of that you become emotionally attached to that investment and when you become emotionally attached that's when you can make some really 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 piss poor decisions and I mean that's pretty much all I had to say I appreciate the I appreciate the space but I just thought I could uh, contribute a, uh, contribute a, a little bit to this conversation
0: yeah yeah Thanks, Crypto Dodd. As uh, good to hear from you, man. That's good. Um, just a quick reset of the room here. Like we're still on the weekly Wolfish review and the year-end update, and you know the main theme as we started out was kind of back to the fundamentals. Um, and I can't speak highly enough of you know the communities that were in the TGA and the Wolf Den of them giving support to do that, and you know just letting letting you figure it out yourself, your solvable problem. And if you can get the fundamentals right, then, you know, that's, that's what they're, they highlight the most. It's not whether the value of my token or the coin or whatever, it's, are you doing the things that you need to do for yourself? Um, That's one of the things that I've really loved about being here is, is there hasn't been any pressure except, you know, to maybe, better your life and better yourself and uh move closer to that solvable problem so
1: absolutely um so a couple uh housekeeping items we try to keep these these reviews around an hour so kind of getting on to the to the near the end of it um the first thing i want to bring up is that we have a live giveaway if anybody had saw the post, um, actually Dwayne, if you don't mind while I'm speaking, if you could pin that post up onto the space, um, there is a gray wolf pup and a companion penguin, um, a penguin from the penguin posse club that, uh, is being given away. This is courtesy of the wolf den. Um, we, you know, we're speaking and they said, Hey, let's, uh, let's do a cool giveaway at the space. And, so what we're going to do is um, I'm actually going to, I've, I've been, as the space has been going on, I've been taking the names of everybody who has attended the space. And once the space is over with, I'm just going to go and um, run kind of like a uh, through a name generator. I'm going to put everybody's name in that and run, uh, run the drawing. And then we'll announce that after the space. So for everybody that's here and, and especially people who were, participating in that particular post, you know, we were asking for what was like your 2022 most wolfish memory. And uh, it was really cool just to see kind of people take a trip down memory road and, you know, talk about some of the things that really impacted them for, for the past year. So for, for, for those that contributed, I really appreciate your contribution and, and being part of it. There we go. We got it pinned up there. There it is up there. The, the penguin, you can see the, the pup and the penguin for the giveaway. So, wanted to bring that up, and also just wanted to give Nick the stage for to kind of get us wrapped up here. If there's anything, you know I, I know there's been a lot of updates that have that are really coming down the pipe, and um, you know the guard foundation is is just made some big announcements. Um, you know, there's been councils and people running spaces in tGA and and um, there's just a lot of there's a lot going on. It's a lot of exciting things that, you know, we see kind of coming into the new year. But if you want to, Nick, if you'd like to share any um, just anything as far as like specific to like the ecosystem and things that are happening for everybody, you know, I could just give you the stage to share. Yeah, I, I don't get
2: too specific just because uh, I promise earlier in the uh, if you take everything I said earlier and you look at everything publicly, all the pieces are there to figure it out, right? And it's going to be tough because you're going to have to remember to, to think function. You're going to have to remember to, uh, you know, see the forest for the trees. Um, and we're all, we're all just obsessed over, like, which tree we should buy. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of uh, what what connections that you could make yourself if, if you're paying attention is one. Obviously, we've teamed up with Polygon, um, you will see, uh, we'll talk about it official, uh, we, we go back and forth with their team while for press releases and tweets. So you'll see official like approved by both teams. Um, you know, sometimes they rewrite some stuff. I send them, um, you'll probably be able to tell which ones are official, uh, because, you know, within the week of being posted, they'll probably be retweeted and engaged with by Polygon, Polygon Studios, and Polygon companies. So, uh, our ecosystem: Wolf Pups sit on ETH, um, Penguins, and the Master Collector thing, which I teased, will sit on Polygon. There's some future stuff that'll sit on Polygon. Uh, Recovery Punks sits on ETH. Guard is BNB native. Uh, the Guardian Academy is BNB. And that confuses people because they're stuck on form again. I understand. I I wrote an article that I've shared. None of that's going to matter. Uh, They're all EVM, which means there is technology right now. There are platforms right now that are interoperable. You can just—it doesn't matter if it's on Phantom, BNB, Ethereum, Polygon. You can interface with it on one platform without changing networks. So there's a lot of like uh, just not realizing that what you see now is not what there will be. So don't get overwhelmed by that. There's reasons things are on the networks they're on. All the networks have different capabilities, uh, different risk profiles, uh, different costs to build, right? So like Wolf Pups is on ETH because Wolf Pups is designed to be a legacy collection, like crypto punks, Um they don't have to have amazing art and we don't need to build a bunch of wolf pup specific stuff <laughs> because everything we build is value accrues back to Genesis. Genesis. Okay? So in our world, if you see something built on ETH, it's probably a Genesis collection of sorts. Um, so we have all this going on. Uh, Guard was bridged. The, any swap built our bridge for us um, to bridge Guard to Polygon. That is done. We're going to add liquidity in the next couple days on Polygon. Uh, it won't change anything. Uh, our market maker will keep the price stable across both BNB and Polygon. Right, so these are all things that people are going to be like, oh, what does this mean? It's like, well, it doesn't mean anything because function, the only the only information that matters is information that informs your own behavior. And none of this changes your behavior. So that's one. Um, with Polygon, you're going to be able to start if you understand the function over form right because there's a lot of well it's on bnb so how does this work it's like that, that that's not going to be a question people are asking the, the mass market if crypto is adopted by the masses you know we're not going to have a whole bunch of people millions and millions of people that like can barely function as it is worrying about what network they're on that's not going to be a thing so if you can ignore all that and just see the big picture we have uh guard bridge over to polygon and that's because we can do polygon has the technology that allows us to do supernet and uh interoperable stuff and the sequence wallet works really close uh, horizon works really close with them et cetera, etc uh then that that's like hey okay, the guard foundation is set to be built upon and the guard foundation is a it, it's structured like a dow okay so the the primary function of all of this is actually to uh, bolster the base case, and people will lose sight of that. They're like, "What does this mean for the base case?" Like, well, if you just step back and look at it, you would see that this all bolsters base case. So we got our base case, which sits on BNB. Uh, it's card BUSD, and then all this other stuff going on. Uh, Metaverse preview should come out soon. It's supposed to be today. And what's happening is you think of Polygon's a layer two on top of ETH. You can almost think of Guard Foundation as a layer three on top of Polygon. And that's where, so the, the Wolf Pups will sit on the Guard Foundation. And what does that mean? That means uh, officially sit on the Guard Foundation. Other projects can if they want unofficially. That means that um, Wolf Pups... Right? the company that owns Wolf Pugs, will be actively acquiring guard all the time. Uh, Guardian Academy sits on the Guard Foundation. They will be actively accumulating guard. Recovery Punks will sit on the Guard Foundation. The Penguin Posse Club sits on the Guard Foundation. All these projects are always uh, accumulating guard all of the time because, bigger picture, it's almost like imagine if you could uh, vote on... Uh, if you guys remember the Curve Wars, that's the best example. Uh, we have some future projects that are coming. Uh, we have a, a partnership with Chris Voss, Black Swan. They're going to build on the Guard Foundation. So the trade off is the Wolf Dead will bring this intellectual property to the blockchain, which gets them on the blockchain safely. It brings um, new holders, new people, new intellectual property on the blockchain. If they sit on the Guard Foundation, which means they have to participate in the governance to participate in the governance. They have to acquire guard. So the guard foundation is a bunch of pro- projects on ETH polygon and BNB will also be on phantom and they're all actively acquiring guard. So together, because they're purpose driven, they can vote on what is the best direction of the ecosystem? Where do we put the grant money from the treasury? Right. Uh Maybe we do large donations and maybe there's uh somebody could propose like the penguin posse could propose, you know, or even bigger, uh, Tony Robbins could be like, Hey, I'll build, uh, you know, I'll do this, but we need a $2 million grant to build it all. And I think if I am on the guard foundation, I will bring millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the Guard Foundation would vote on that. All of the projects on the Guard Foundation would vote, do we want to give uh, $3 million from the Guard Foundation Treasury to build this for Tony Robbins? Right. So the, the, the magnitude of volume grows significantly because we're not – the. it's a much bigger picture than all these small projects uh, that played their own part. So as the Guard Foundation. You don't have to care about the guard foundation. You can just love the penguin posse or you can just love your wolf pups. All of that plays a part. And it's really important that like people struggle with like you can just love bored apes. Okay. You just love bored apes. And you don't have to give a shit about Ethereum. Ethereum still benefits because a bunch of people love bored apes. And this is where people are struggling because they're just not seeing the layers So Polygon, BNB, ETH, and Phantom are the base layers, which is Layer 1, even though Polygon's Layer 2. Consider Layer 1. Then Guardian Foundation sits on top of those, and we have probably a dozen uh, projects coming. One of them is a real estate fund that wants to uh, run their whole fund through Guard. Um, And part of that is they have a vote in, like, hey, what is the direction we take this? So, each individual project does its own thing, just like it always has. But collectively, can we get five, six, seven, eight projects to vote on like a big initiative that makes a huge difference and brings in millions of users? And so that's Guard Foundation and then all these projects on top of it. And you think function over form. Um, penguin Posse is very different, function wise, than Recovery Punks. They're both very different than the wolf that and the wolf, the wolf pups or actually Genesis collection of the publishing. So from the wolf Den, we published recovery punks. We published guardian Academy and we published the penguin posse. We're going to publish the black swan group. Okay. So, uh, I don't know anybody else is doing that, but if they are, that's fine. That might be competition, but no other NFT is competition to the wolf public, like, uh, genuine undead. They are not publishing, uh, niche celebrities onto the blockchain so that's not competition at all they could build something on the guard foundation if they wanted and everybody would benefit so it's it's just thinking in complex systems thinking in longer time time frames and, and trying to build a, a whole ecosystem uh so wolf pups will continue to do what they do um we don't market them really hard don't have to it's just a byproduct of the other stuff doing well uh the metaverse will be interoperable so we will help uh Obviously, Wolf Pups first, and then uh, we will help our partners get into the metaverse. And then as people, as other projects want to build onto the Guard Foundation, there's to be official Guard Foundation partners and to get published by the Wolf Dead, you have to meet uh, two of three criteria. You have to meet four. One, you have to be purpose-driven. You have to be doing something that is valuable to the world, not like making up utilities. Uh, if you check that, you have to check uh, two of three boxes. One, um, you have a percentage of your uh, your royalties or profits go to buying guards so you can participate in governance. Uh, two, wolf pup holders have to have, you know, whitelisted, airdropped. value got to accrue back. So anybody that publishes through us has to provide some enormous value, like the penguin posse dropped one penguin for every wolf pup you have, right? Uh, Or three, some absurdly outrageous astronomical amount nobody will ever pay, because we actually want them to do the first two. So you'll see these things come out, and anything that we promote or publish, it, it has a different function than everything else. And it value... Always accrues back to wolf pups and uh, on many levels card as well because they have to acquire card to participate in the uh, the governance. As far as whatever, penguin Penguins is completely uh, – so Recovery Punks is, uh, is community-run. It is owned by AFA, so Artists for Addicts and Genius Recovery have a ton of incredible stuff coming. If you know who owns AFA and Genius Recovery, then like nobody – Nobody on the planet can deliver more access than, than Joe can. So that, that'll come. But but Recovery Punks is actually community-run, the NFT project. So that'll go whatever direction it goes. Uh, Malik is a huge influence on that. Uh, Penguin Posse is uh, founded by well, – it's a guardian of the Guardian Academy. He's, he's a great business owner. He'll do really well. But that's whatever direction he wants to go. Like Generally speaking – We know what the Penguin Posse is, but that'll grow however it grows. Uh, The Wolf Den will continue to uh, publish intellectual property under the blockchain, and uh, we have our Wolf Pups, we have our Master Collectors, our Grand Master Collectors, and obviously as that works out, the the higher you climb, Grand Master Collectors will have the highest level of access and potential access to stuff. And uh, Guardian Academy is going to keep doing what it does. I hope that uh, we. I think we had two capstones approved this week. Now, if we're getting one or two capstones a week, then there, there's a lot of really good stuff coming out of the Guardian Academy. Most importantly, it's not coming from me, which is awesome. So that's. Uh, I would not try to go. So if you think about, I'll just tell you this about our ecosystem that we're you know involved in and, and participating in. If somebody sat down and was like, all right, I think Ethereum is cool. I need to participate and understand everything happening on Ethereum. You would laugh at them and be like, you're fucking nuts. Not just the NFT projects, but also all the coins and also all the protocols and also all the DeFi apps. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Similarly, it's ridiculous to come in and go, okay, guard foundation. I really like what they're doing. I must participate and engage with every project on there. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like, so it goes back to fundamentals. Understand what you're trying to accomplish. Um, get over the form. Like, you might buy an NFT. And go, I know how this works. We go to Discord and we do this stuff. If you're coming from that place, then you don't get it either. Like, You just assume that everything that is sold as an NFT has the same function, the same personality, the same communication conventions. Uh, Well, you are contributing to the problem by not by just you know buying a membership. And uh, they go, I know how memberships work. Well, they all they're all different. Like acceptable behavior in one is not acceptable behavior in another. So, as users, as holders, it's really easy to point the fingers at everybody. Uh, you know, the the project owners and the leaders. Um, it's helpful to look in the mirror and say, like, well, how am I behaving that is contributing to this problem? And that that's what I would spend twenty twenty three doing. I think uh, my personal opinion is twenty twenty three is going to be relatively boring in crypto terms. I think there'll be some recovery, but um, you know, crypto's all hyped up all the time. So relative to these huge blow off tops and huge, you know, freaking downturns. My assumption is 23 would be mostly pretty boring. That is a great opportunity to do the boring stuff, like build the foundations and, and think about that. Um, that said, hang out here. Wolfish review for big picture overview. It's a great place to get oriented. And then, uh, if there's something that's particularly interested you, like Recovery Punks, if that resonates with you, go down that rabbit hole. It's better off going down deep a rabbit hole that resonates with you than going surface level with a bunch of stuff that might not matter. So Guardian Academy, Recovery Punks, go check out Genuine Undead if you want. Go check out who else is here. Um, the Goblins, those things are goofy as shit, the, the photos. Um, but people love them. And if if something resonates and you understand the function, like, yes, this community is what I've been missing. Cool. Go down that rabbit hole. Forget the NFT. That's just what you need to be in the community. It's just a necessary evil. Like, I love this education. It makes so much sense to me. Great. Go consume the education and participate. Just figure out what the hell you actually want to get out of this space. The value as an investment, just like everything else in the world, whether you want to, you you can study Warren Buffett if you want the value comes from over time the project or the company actually being valuable to people it doesn't come from like buying and selling and timing and all that like you have to be incredibly gifted to to trade successfully over long periods of time but it is safe that if something really like resonates with you in your gut i love this place i love this thing i love this school i love this club i love this community other people will feel the same way and over time on average the value will go up so i i personally invest in things that either i know other people feel strongly about or that i feel strongly about because i know i'm not the only one that so in our ecosystem anyway that's how it's built it's not built to like quickly raise the floor price for everybody and then let it dump down and then recover it again it's uh We want, we have 5,000 wolf pups. We want people to see so much value in being in there that you can't pry the wolf pup out of their hands. And those are the communities I would join where, like, I I mean, I could make a 3x profit, but honestly, I just love doing this or being a part of this or experiencing this or contributing to this. So that's what I'd look for.
1: Appreciate it, Nick. That was great. Um, I think it's, it's for, for a lot of people in here who um, especially people who might be new to the wolf den and the guardian ecosystem or guardian foundation and just all the things that are, that are going on. Um, that was a really, really good explanation um, just to kind of help people orient and to, and to give them some, some words of wisdom to really think on. So, you know, as we always talk about, you know, holding open loops, you know, I would encourage anybody who's listening to this space today has been part of it, to keep an open loop, you know, think about some of the takeaways and some of the things we've been talking about in terms of the foundations and fundamental understanding why you want to participate, where you want to participate, how is this getting you closer to the things you actually want? And, um, and really thinking about that journal on it. So um, Nick, thank you so much for being here. This has been great having you on our uh, weekly Wolfish review. And for everybody that's joined uh, we had an amazing turnout I uh, just love seeing all the wolf pups, the Ps and different communities coming together. You know, that's that's something that is really refreshing to see. It's like it's not all wolf pups. We got the goblins. We have genuine undead. Uh, you know, there's other projects and people coming from different places to collaborate here on this uh, on today's space. So with that said, um, Dwayne, if you have any final things you'd like to share, um, I'll leave the mic to you. Otherwise, we're kind of getting near the end here.
0: Yeah, I do actually. Um, I know we schedule these things for an hour or whatever, but I'm willing to stay on because I haven't really heard enough wolfish uh, reflections from 2022. So we can either stop the recording or keep it recording. I don't mind editing it later. So um, I'm willing to stay on and just let people jump up here and chat if people want to. Um, I know Kevin down there from Inventors, he, he wants to come up and update us on what's happening over there, um, and let us know how the reflections or whatever from their community is going on. Um, yeah, just raise
2: your hand and come on up. I'm willing to stay, stick around and chat. Cool. Real quick. I appreciate all of you. I do have to jump, but if anything comes up, uh, that I can help with, just forward it to me.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much, Nick. Been great.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Nick. Um, no, that's that's no problem. We can we can keep the recording. If if there's anybody who uh, is feeling inclined to come up and speak and share any reflections from 2022, or or maybe there's some projections for 2023. You know, some things that uh, you know after you know we talk about the the power of hindsight and living in reality. And you've had a year now, and or even longer to be able to reflect on things that uh, that have happened in your life, and maybe gain some clarity. And you're going to be able to take this into 2023. By all means, come on up and, and share your story with us. And I'll keep the recording rolling, Joanna. It's no problem at all. Uh, Steve, okay. Stevie, what's up, man? Good to have you.
5: Hey there. How you doing? Jake, Dwayne, Malik. You guys are awesome. And Don, thank you for sharing. Doing pretty well, especially with these spaces. It's been helping my personal mental health, just being around like-minded individuals and just... You know, I'm so thankful for the Wolf 10 we should all give ourselves a pat on the back for being here and just getting outside the comfort zone and heading into the new year with some optimism and hope and building on it. What Nick said was so perfect, and I mean, I've been anticipating that just me personally for 2023 to be kind of a more mellow, just building year. So, yeah awesome everyone you guys are awesome keep rocking those beautiful pfps i want to get one of them gray wolf pfps myself so yeah appreciate you guys so much all love.
0: well your name's in the draw there stevie so uh, i wish you the best of luck for the gray wolf and its matching friend of the penguin there
5: <laughs> oh, i know man thank you for doing that you guys that's amazing thanks for the space Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, from all that, uh, from the last hour of conversation, it was it was cool to hear to get. There were so many things that Nick talked about that just came up that I've learned personally from the last year. Like the form over function, the back to fundamentals. You know, let time and randomness be your friend, and it's it's just so many things that I've learned over the last year that I'm grateful for. And to be up on stage now, talking in a room about this ecosystem and all the things that we've learned, you know, even in web, web three crypto, but the community and the education, it's, it's a little mind boggling at times when I think about it. (laughs) Um, But I'm just so grateful for being here and for all you guys that uh, come to participate, it's making my next year very exciting and I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Love it, man. That's awesome. It's, it's been a great journey to be, uh, I just want to take a minute and just share my appreciation for Dwayne. Um, we've been really good friends. He's the one who got me into, into this whole, whole party, party scene here in the Wolf Den and DGA and all this, this amazing things that we've been experiencing. And, um, we've been friends now for about two years. So, uh, appreciate our friendship, appreciate you as a co-host and being on this journey together. So just wanted to shout you out there, buddy. Um, also, Malik, I don't know. If, I don't know if your mic, mic's working, but if you have any um, kind of words to share, or reflections, you know, feel free to unmute yourself and and share away, buddy. Love to hear from you.
3: That's best. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, you're good. I think you fixed it.
3: Yeah, I go. was in I was in the car and keep switching back and forth when I'm in the car, but um, but yeah, it's it's been an amazing year to be honest. So. You know. I'm grateful to have met so many great people within this community and outside this community. You know, I think it's uh, it's uh, you know uh, knowing exactly which direction uh, the Web3 is taking. You know, I'm I'm very very uh, bullish and hopeful about this entire ecosystem with the Web10 and Guard. <coughs> Excuse me, and uh, you know like. The best thing I can share with anybody at this point is to continue supporting these projects that you like being part of. Uh, continue to contribute. Don't don't just be an observer. Uh, produce as well. And uh, you know you, uh, you, you not only are you benefiting the projects uh, themselves that you're supporting and producing for, but you're also benefiting yourself. They're creating more connections, creating more networks. And uh, you know, uh, since we, we, we're, we're all very bullish on, on Web3 and this entire ecosystem, um, it's always a good time to, to start putting yourself out there uh, as, as somebody who's going to contribute to the success of the entire uh, uh, Web3 as an ecosystem. So uh, hats off to all of the people that are constantly bringing so much value inside this community, outside this community, and, uh, you know, I'm always looking forward to learn more from you. Uh, it's uh, It's been definitely a great ride, 2022, and I have no doubt that 2023, it's just going to be 10 times better. So, uh, I appreciate you all, and thanks for being
1: here. Thank you, Malik. Always great to hear from you, brother. uh, We've got Daniel. Daniel just uh, came up to to speak, and Daniel, what you got for us, buddy? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? I'm
6: in in my room, and sometimes the service isn't as good. Yeah, yeah, you sound great. Cool. So I made a tweet uh, last week, I think, and uh, it's kind of along the lines of what we're talking about, and we had some good responses, so... I wanted to uh, just read them out loud because we know that wisdom comes from multiple perspectives and there was a lot of good takeaways from 2022. So I'm going to read through um, some of these and then maybe we can have some discussions about them. It might be a good segue. Uh, Before I do that, I did want to preface it with I've had a fantastic and wonderful year getting to know so many of you guys on a personal level that I didn't know before. And uh, I'm very grateful to have found this community And a lot of you have contributed to my personal growth in ways that you probably don't know. Um, So I did want to give kind of a blanket statement thank you to everybody uh, and just remind people that uh, you should never discount the value of your contributions because you don't know the effect that that they have. Because more often than not, people, uh, they don't voice it, right? But that doesn't mean that you're not making an impact. So I did want to say that. Much love to to all of you guys out here. I see all the wolf pups down here. I see uh, just so many awesome people. So let's read through these real quick. Um, and I'll pin this. Uh, let me just see if I can pin it right now. I'm reading it on my computer, but I just go to my profile here and boom. All right, so. Doc the Wolf said, "Sometimes you'll step over dimes to pick up pennies, and other times you'll try to turn pennies into dimes. Do you even want those pennies and dimes to begin with?" Question mark. Uh, and just so uh, you guys understand, the the prompt was: In your opinion, what is the most valuable lesson you have learned in 2022, and who did you learn it from? So that is what the, the responses are are two. Malik said, a lot of great lessons this year, but I think I found the most valuable lesson to me just right now, and that was a quote tweet of what Nick said. And Nick said, if you set out to do better than your best, you are not data or evidence-driven, or you are just hoping to be a one-hit wonder. And it was a thread, so you can go check that out. I pinned uh, the tweet up at the top here. So Jake, our host, said, your next step is to relearn how to trust yourself with responsible behavior. And that was a quote or it was a direct advice to Jake from a Guardian Academy call from Dr. Jeff Spencer. CryptoHits said not to feel guilt in taking profits. Learn that watching all the profits go and being left at a negative. I think uh, a lot of us can resonate with that one. Uh, In times of euphoria, it's it's often important to domesticate your emotional responses to things and uh, remain in a state of sobriety. Uh, Jerry Berger said, "How to justify doing less with math mathematical certainty?" So, talking about system reliability. Um, let's see, we got jig, who I think is Jay. Yeah, up sixty nine. Very jealous. Um, the the most valuable thing I learned this year was slowing down and practicing restraint. I learned this from Dr. Jeff through his coaching. I am grateful I had him as my cornerman, as I'm sure many of us also feel from the uh, proximity that we've gained from the Guardian Academy and the Wolf Den to Dr. Jeff. Brumpo said, All four commandments of CCA, but most of all, delineate between preference and binary. Understanding what this really meant helped me waste less time proving why I was right and instead focus on the stuff that truly mattered. That's a really good one. I really like that one. Good stuff, Brumpo. Greg, Greg Esmond says, Man's asking for one lesson. My goodness. Learning the difference between technical and adaptive problems was incredibly insightful. Learned from Nick Peterson. I think that's a, we, we had a conversation this morning. Scott Perry was hosting a space right before this one where you're talking about the adaptive dilemma. And um, we, there was also a space last night that I wasn't able to attend. Uh, and speaking of Scott Perry, his is the next one. He said, practicing curiosity, consideration, Creativity, courage, and compassion from the inside out daily cultivates confidence and clarity. I love that. The, the alliteration just really, it just really hits. I love it. <laughs> Jennifer says, "Don't use technical solutions for adaptive problems." There's another one about the uh, the adaptive dilemma. The infernal community, or it's a, maybe it's a uh, just a supporter that community-led NFT projects are not only empowering for the holders, but can also be better business models than a founder-led project when executed correctly. So that's really good because we're, we're uh, you know, inverting conventional wisdom and, and taking a, you know, they're taking an approach that's different from the norm and they're getting results. And I think that's that's something that's really important for this space as we start to iterate on the technology and the innovation and all of that. That was great. Um, This joy, this fear said discomfort is signal for something to be factored into process. Takeaway is from David Goggins. And the last one from Soxie herself, quote, unquote, playing your game. And that's, that's a big part of what mine was as well. She said, had no clue when I first heard that, thought it was all about crypto choices. Now I think it's about remembering who you are, stepping into your strengths and gifts and not discounting what you can contribute could be valuable to others and that's a great way to, to end that so I just wanted to share some of those because that's basically what what uh, you guys were were asking about and I, I thought that there were some really good responses there so if anybody you know wants to elaborate on their takeaway or they would like to, uh, touch on some other people's takeaways or share one of their own.
1: Um, feel free to come up and let her rip.
0: Yeah, that's that was perfect, Angela. That's exactly what I wanted to hear, was just a whole bunch of people's reflections. And since you ended with Soxie and I see that she's up on stage, let's uh, pass it over to her.
7: Good morning, everyone. Is it actually working today?
0: Yeah, you sound great.
7: Oh, hey! Can okay. you hear the, can I can even hear the birds singing in the background. Oh, it's beautiful, isn't it? I just <laughs> wanted to actually thank the wolf then. I'm a grey pup holder. Oh, my God. <laughs> isn't that amazing? I just can't believe it. I've actually got a grey wolf. Um, yeah, and to thank them for pushing me to join the council. And the reason I, I wrote Playing Your Game is because it's literally the last two weeks that I think I finally get back um, playing my game. I think I know who I am again. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you, everybody. Love you all.
6: We love you, Saki. You're the best.
7: Yeah, Nud wolf looks good on you. <laughs> oh, did you just win the competition? I was a court. No, I was um, given one as Nicole was because of um, what we've done as council members in the Wolf Team. That's so, a reward. Yeah, rewards?
0: rewards for contributing. It looks it, good. Uh, yeah, and and that's and that's what it's been all about is people stepping up and and contributing and and providing value to everybody else. Like the you you one hundred percent deserve it. Um, the things that you've been doing in the in the ecosystem and just you know being visible all over the place you're always willing to help it's yeah you you deserve it Soxie like um i appreciate you so much so um you know
6: i think Thank you guys Soxie...
7: and, he, and here i am speaking <laughs>
3: hallelujah
7: <laughs> i have a voice that's awesome
6: yeah i think i think Soxie is is kind of a testament to uh, the value of TGA when we talk about going from being a consumer to a producer i've watched personally i've watched soxie's journey and had many conversations with her as she's been a forge warden since you know uh pretty much the very beginning somewhere around march or april or something like that and she was very hesitant to contribute in the beginning because she had this limiting belief of sorts and i apologize if i'm sharing too much soxie but i think it's valuable for other people to understand because it's it, it, it was a, a fantastic transformation, and it's really a special thing to watch you step into playing your game here. Um, but she was a little bit hesitant to to share her contributions because she felt that maybe she didn't have as much to share that was valuable or she didn't know enough or <clears throat> whatever it is. But the more she started to actually participate and the more she started to to apply... You know the information that she was consuming. The more confident she uh, was able to to hold herself as far as her demeanor, and then you know with a little bit of uh, encouragement and a little bit of push, um, you know she really started to uh, become a producer and and step up into you know more of a leadership role and. I think she's doing probably one of the best jobs as a council member. And I think that's a that that is a testament to what her takeaway was. You know, it it's a practical application. It's it's a practical application of live to learn, give to earn. And so, uh big kudos to you. Yep. Yeah, thank you exactly. Daniel,
7: thank you for helping me along the way.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Um, My pleasure. I just got a message from Jake. We put everybody's name in a random generator or the name picker. And since we are on the topic of gray wolves, we have one to give away uh, with a friend and a penguin. So if Jake's ready to spin that wheel, I know he's got to jump off in like 15, 10, 15 minutes and he's hosting the space. So we'll have to close down after that. But um, let's give this gray wolf away. Jake, what do you say?
3: Yes. All
1: right. So, yep, I've got everybody's name. I've been taking notes, so, you know, anybody who has attended the space and kind of followed the instructions, your name got added in. So, let's spin the wheel to see who our winner is. Oh, the intensity. All right, here we go. Come on. Oh my gosh. It like grazed over Daniel Shawson to EJ Noble. EJ Noble is our winner.
0: Wow, congratulations. That's awesome. Hey, Grace, over me?
1: It did. It was, it, was like, no! it was like, it was right. Yeah, his name was right after yours. <laughs> oh, well, oh well, well, man. Well. But, but, the instructions did say they had to be on the space to win. I don't see <laughs> an EJ Noble down here. He he was on earlier. I, I've been taking names as long as you were oh, present okay. at some point. I uh, I made sure to to document the name. So he um, it. yeah, he's, he's good man. Yeah, but um, yeah, I've got like like uh, Dwayne said. I've got you know maybe ten or so minutes. So if if anybody wants to um, you know chime in, share anything, feel free to unmute yourself or raise your hand, and uh, yeah.
0: I think this has been a pretty awesome space. Um, it was nice to hear Nick speak um, back, to back to fundamentals and give an excellent breakdown of the ecosystem and and how you might want to think about it if you're not if you're thinking of the form and the function. Like get that all in order. And I can't speak highly enough of the Guardian Academy and the Wolf Den just providing the. The tools to get back to the fundamentals and get yourself set up and oriented and ready to kind of crack the crap out of 2023. Oh, here, I'm going to let Jeff come on up and say something.
8: Aloha, brother.
0: Jeff. Uh...
5: Oh, he's already rugged. <laughs> It's like I love Jeffa's voice. Where's Jeffa? Uh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got Brand, we got Brandon, oh, Brandon. as well. So, we, yeah. We, but um, yeah, watch. Okay, looks yeah. like. All right, Jeffa's now connected. go. Yeah, we'll, we'll go, go, first. go to Jeffa uh, next. Yep, and then we'll get to you, Brandon. All right, cool, Jeffa. What's up, buddy? How you going? Doing well, everyone. Just wanted to
9: give a little shout out, but I'm on a train. I'm not too sure if you guys can hear me or not.
1: Yeah, we hear some background noise. But yeah, you're good.
9: Very nice. Yeah, I just wanted to send some love to all of you guys. and um, I just wanted to, yeah, send some love to 2023. And I just wanted to, you know, let everyone know if you guys are thinking about calling that, you know, one friend that's going through uh, hard times and um, hesitate on it. Just make sure that you're Make sure that you're giving them a call and and checking in on your friends Um, this season. um, There's a lot of commotion on this end, but I just wanted to send you guys all some love. I love all the Yeah, 2023 is really big for us.
5: So, love you guys. Thank you. Big ups there. I had a best friend's mom just leave us on this planet and i thought she was the most amazing happiest soul on the planet so you just never know who's going through it like i even questioned it myself i'm like people think i'm happy you know i just asked myself that you know even with my therapist and it's just normal you know people go through it and they don't know how to convey that so ups to jeffa for bringing that up during this time it's really can be really a lonely time for people so yeah happy new year have fun do something you like.
0: All right, Brandon, do you uh, you have something for us?
8: Uh, yeah, I mean, just wanted to say, I mean, it was a great space and I've been here since, I mean, I think August 25th, when you know, around when Nick first did, did the whole guard thing and I've seen it change over time and how Nick keeps on bringing it forward and I'm just excited for the future and I figured since a lot of people here are always trying, I assume a lot of the people here, if you're listening, you're trying to learn the foundational topics. You're trying to get your double loop learning and your multiple loop learning and actually integrate it into yourself. Uh, Jerry, who's there? I think Jerry, well, Big Al was here. Big Al and Jerry have been coming to my loop learning Twitter spaces on Thursdays. If you actually want to learn it, I'd be, I would be—I really would like you to come and you know share your perspectives, how you've been applying these topics and hear how we've been applying it as for example, I think Big Al said, uh, valid versus useful, how you know, with his wife, he what often do you try and be valid and when it was really the wrong thing to say in that moment and it would just cause problems. And then I noticed, well, shit, I was doing the same thing with my fiance when she's got problems, offering suggestions when it's really not the right time. I mean, maybe later. So I'd be happy to see you there. And I uh, hope, uh, hope you don't mind me talking about that here, guys. Thank you.
0: Oh no! This the this is the perfect space for you to bring those things up, because um, yeah, it's just another part of inside the den, man. So that's perfect. the The value of people stepping up and making those spaces there. It's if you haven't been a part of one, you you really should because there, the conversations that come up in them are just next level. It it really embeds the double loop learning and gets yeah. those foundations.
8: With that, oh, and Soxy too. Thank you, Soxie. She's been fantastic and been giving a lot of different perspectives. And she went from not wanting to speak to well, last yesterday, her internet was screwing up, and she's like, "Oh God, damn it, I can't talk." <laughs> so it's good to have you on, Soxie. Yeah, we appreciate you, Brandon. And
1: I, I was actually checking out the replay um, last night on your space with the adaptive dilemma. And I just want to give you a lot of acknowledgement here, just the way that you're running those spaces and facilitating questioning and, and, and providing prompts that kind of gets people thinking about it. I think you're doing an amazing job. So thank you for, for stepping up and, and hosting those spaces and Soxie, um, you know, as well for, for, for stepping out of your shell and coming forth and and you're just such an amazing human being Um, really appreciate having you here with us and, being being in the community with you. So with that said, I see you got your hand raised. So go ahead and Soxy, unmute yourself, and let's hear from you.
7: Sorry, that was an error, but seeing as i speaking, I just wanted to thank Brandon because um, his spaces and the way that he, he does it, the, the process that he uses to go through each of the foundations are just so clear and precise, and he gives great examples in his real life it just makes it really easy for them, for me to find a story that I can relate to as well. And they're the ones that I'm going to start actually writing in TGA as well. So, yeah, thank you.
6: This is another special experience or, or uh, example of somebody stepping into a producer role and providing value immediately. Because I remember, Brandon, on Thursday Night Boardroom, and I hope you don't mind me sharing, but I remember, you you know, you felt like you didn't really know what the next step was and you didn't really think that you had, you know, things to add of value and you're talking about maybe doing a podcast and stuff like that. Well, if you're getting this kind of feedback from doing Twitter spaces, you know, I think you're, you, you found something that is valuable and you are now sharing your experience giving give to earn. And people are are immediately extracting value from that. So big
8: kudos to you, man. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate that. Awesome. Well, uh, I do need to
1: go ahead and wrap this up. I've seen my... um, my youngest sons peek at me now three times through the, the little glass door into my office asking when we can go bowling so I probably should get back to the family <laughs> but this has been great thank you all so much for for being here and um, definitely a, a wolfish week or a weekly wolfish review for the for the books this has been amazing. Um, just getting everybody on uh, into dialogue and sharing and connecting and thinking about the year. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and end it on that. Uh, We do have new year's Eve coming up, you know, please be safe, be responsible, be well, and um, we'll wrap it up and we'll see you in the new year. Take care everybody. Thanks
8: Jake. Take it easy.